0: Hi guys, it's Graham here from the podcast. Just before the podcast starts, I just want to let you know a wee thing. So we really appreciate every single lesson that we get and we, we're doing our best to never ever charge for anything. But we have signed up over at buymeacoffee.com forward slash EAW podcast. So there's no sp- subscription. It's a one time thing, you can do it at your leisure. But basically, if you want, you can gift us the price of a cup of coffee. So if you would buy us a cup of coffee, for, for listening to the podcast it's a way to do it now we would never no not a case we would never but we, we're trying our best never, not to monetize but there is running costs obviously there's time there's one to help guys to give up a lot of their free time and stuff they get better mics and better quality stuff and have more time to put out better quality content now listen if you don't want to do that that is more than okay honestly we hope that you just keep enjoying the free content and just supporting the podcast for your lessons because it really does help we absolutely love doing it and we appreciate every lesson every bit of feedback and everything going so if you want you'll find the link on our twitter it's pinned or on our link tree it should be in there too so it's www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash eaw podcast thank you and i hope you enjoy the podcast
1: Welcome to the Everton Artwee podcast. My name is John. I'm joined by Lee, Shane, James and Chicago Dave. Um, there's a couple of rumours to run through and a, and a bit of news from Everton. So we'll just start with um, MSP is set to announce an investment, um, which will hopefully bring a couple of um, benefits this summer in terms of money and transfers, etc. And the first, obviously, player that we were linked with this morning, um, which no one had heard of, which is absolutely brilliant, was Yusuf. Chimiti um, from Sporting, so um, lads, this is a really nice signing, I, I don't know anything about the lad, but in terms of obscurity, this is exactly what I'm looking for, just young, you know, obscure type of player, it just shows that we're trying to do a bit of scouting, and if this was Brighton, we'd all be creaming all over it, you know what I mean, so I'm excited for this one, um, I, listen, I, I, I gather none used or probably no as much as me about this lad, you know what I mean? So we'll just we'll just go with the flow if anyone wants to chip in on him. But um it seems to you know, it's it's a nice it's a nice bit of scouting. Um so um has Thelwell gone up on your eyes if you can get this one over the line, anyone?
2: Yeah, I think he has actually. Thelwell done um pretty well here. This is two summers in a row now that we're kinda buying, you know, players who you, you would say maybe they have just broken into their first team at their respective clubs. And if if we do get this fellow across the line, of course. But um Onana last summer as well. And you know, I think this is the stuff at least I've been crying out for as an individual. And I think, you know, given the discussions we've all had as as a group, I think we've been crying out for a, a few more of these. And you know, I think I saw the figure that was rumored right now is is 15 million euro. I mm. think, and, you know, obviously we paid about 30-odd for Onana last summer. And I think if if you are going to overpay, these these are kind of the deals you, you want to overpay on. I mean, like, look at what we paid for Moise Keane. And, mm. you know, I think we almost turned a profit on him. And he only scored about two goals for us a, a, across a, a couple of seasons there. So, yeah, um, yeah I, think, I think maybe you're starting to see us coming out the – you know, we're, we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel in terms of maybe the recruitment team and being able to, to do, you know, what they're brought in to do, what they're paid to do, you know, not having to have maybe Bill Kenwright or, or Fahad Mishiri sign off on these signings. Mm-hmm. So um, it does look promising and, and it excites me. And, and like I said, like, you know, I've been saying to use the past few weeks, like, I'm not entirely sure that it's a recruitment issue at this moment in time. Like I do genuinely believe that the recruitment team, and especially with, you know, the changes of, you know, Dan Purdy coming in among others, like, I think that it's a little bit more so their hands have been tied. Mm. And I think it's like our recruitment isn't anything miraculous. You know, we're not pulling kids out of South America, at you know, 4 million pounds and then, coming in and scoring 10, 15 goals a season. But I also don't think it's dreadful. I think I think the reasons our signings probably haven't improved us over the past couple of years is because, you know, we need certain individuals um, to have their ego stroked a little bit and, and probably they want to take credit for the signings more so than anybody else. So yep. um, exciting nonetheless, I think. And, um, you know, I took a look at a trusted Brazil scout mm. Um and i i actually don't know much of this fella over at sporting but um he he looks a player he looks a player
1: yeah. for his age so yeah i i was looking at that brazil scout video um he's had a video <laughs> about uh, five months already on this lad so he's well ahead of us but um, <laughs> no for for everyone writing him off as well he he is a kid you know and we do need to be patient with with certain kids ronaldo only scored eight goals in 56 games for sporting so you know it it, it doesn't it's not the end product there, like, you know what I mean? Um, Raphael Leao only scored two for sporting as well before he moved. So, yeah, it's, um a lot of potential there. Um, Shane, are you happy that, you know, <laughs> there wasn't anyone on Twitter trying to, you know, say, oh, I've heard of this, lad. I, I, you know, trying to, as Dave said, take the credit for this one. It's just, it's just nice that it came out the blue. It's refreshing, isn't it, to try and, rather than jump through a load of hoops and people trying to, you know, have cockfights over it, basically. That's what's happening.
3: No, yeah. It, I mean, it's it's not like Everton, is it? Like we were saying before, you know, I've got uh, Fabrizio's tweets on alert on Twitter, but in case of stuff like this, and then it popped up with link with this lad, and I was like, couldn't believe it. Like We've had nothing about it. So that's, that's the good thing in terms of it, if that is the scouting working through it and the, the looking at these young lads... Instead of the you know the lazy reports or links that we still don't know are true or not about like Shay Adams, yeah, um, that one like Mopai makes no sense for the way Dice plays and and if you've got DCL, if Calvert, like if Calvert Lewin's your main striker, which mm. I think you know with the way's injuries are, already needs somebody. I think we need somebody who's on par or, like like challenging him or starting. Yeah, for him to be challenging towards rather than it being, we, we've bought a backup striker in here and then he's going to be coming basically coming back in. Yeah, back they tweeted out a while ago, I think people were, and he's his twin. So, if, <laughs> if he's any anything like him, if he's anywhere near as good, I think you've got a player. It. And yeah. it's refreshing as well that the, uh, the rumoured fees, 15 million like Dave said there, because, you know, we were sort of um and iron ah and we still probably are over on Onana's on price tag, but yeah. Um and, and we've discussed before about you know, mm. being in for these young players but always being like a season too late and that's why we pay too much for them. Yeah. Whether they turn out good or not, like there's always that point of you could have got them cheaper. Yeah. Um One of the other links that we've seen as well was the Brazilian lad, his his name slips from mine, but that's Mm -hmm. another, you know, if that link's true, then that's more scouting getting done in in a more, i say, obscure league, but just a foreign league that's not in the top ones. That If you're pulling in players like that for between 5, 10, 15 million and you're bringing them in, then, you know, you're not expecting them to light the world on fire, but he's Mm going to do a job. And this lad, this uh, Chermitty, he uh, fits the profile. He's six foot three. Yeah. Uh, just think he's just turned or he's turning nineteen. So, mm. I mean, he's not going to be an automatic starter. I, yeah. I, I don't think. Um, but it's you know it's a forward. he promised us it in January. He's, just, <laughs> he's, he's about eight months late, but we're we getting there. Um, just I think I've seen all. as yeah, I think I've seen as well that. Even if we pull this lad in that they're they're looking for another striker as well. Mm. Uh I think with obviously Tom Cannon going out on loan to Preston. So Yeah. Um yeah, fingers crossed. I mean, I know that is the, it's a, a deal in principle. So we know everything. We uh, I don't wanna pull it down or be negative, but we know what they're like yeah. Uh but we got Dan Juman over the line, so hopefully stuff like that's sort of uh, and it's personal terms that need agreeing with the lad. And I, I can only presume he's probably only even on a couple of grand, probably less than our youth players are as well. Yeah,
1: definitely, mate, yeah. Um, uh, Lee, change just mentioned there, uh, obviously we found this lad here and for 12, 15 million, whatever the case may be. But we have spoke quite a bit recently about finding players a year or two too late, you know what I mean? So it's refreshing to see us try and get in there a little bit early. Um even if you don't get the full benefit of him and his career, you don't see the best of him. It's just good business, isn't it?
4: Yeah, this is this is the type of business that you sh- we should have been doing from the minute Missyedy walked in. Yeah, and not to give not to give Bill Kenwright too much credit because he's a twat. But <laughs> this is, however, un- operated while he was him and David him and David Moyes. Mm. You never heard of any rumors. You never heard that, like oh yeah. I mean, there was always the Raquel made rumors, but that was just. I think that was just a bloody a bad joke that went round every transfer window <laughs> after the first year or two. Yeah, but you know, like I don't remember us being heavily linked with Fellaini until like a week before we signed mm. players like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So hopefully we're going back towards that type of like not letting everyone everyone know, mm. you know, with certain, certain people that leaking on Twitter. Yeah. So definitely. But just going going back to Thelwell as well. I mean, I have I think I said it on the pod a few weeks ago. I've always backed him because I believe that he has not got full control of what he's, his remit is. Mm. You know, he's directed a director of football, but he doesn't really direct nothing. Yeah. So I think this is a good step with mm. that Dan Birdie coming in as well. It looks as if people are now allowing the director of football to do yeah. exactly that. And that can only be a positive thing. Mm. Because, you know, for anyone that... I know people don't really rate that well, but he's got a good track record. Yeah. He had a great track record at Wolves with the help of Georgie Mendes. Mm. Fair enough. But, he, you know, he worked for the Red Bull franchise and they're they're no mugs when it comes to sport. Yeah. You know, they're in Formula 1 and they're in football and they're serious about both of them. Mm. So... Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's all good signs at the minute. Whether we get them over the line or not, that's another thing. Yeah, Because we've seen in the, in in January, that things can fall apart quickly for us when it comes to signings. But yeah,
1: definitely. I yeah. haven't
4: really, I haven't seen the kid play. I don't watch Portuguese football. I really mm. don't. So, but they're the ones like you, John. They're the ones that excite me. When you're like, who the fuck's that guy? Yep. Like that Conor McGregor meme in it. What the fuck is that? You know I <laughs> mean? The that's ones it, that yeah. get me excited because I'm like, I haven't
1: got a clue about you. Yeah, therefore, yep. mate, that's yeah. it. It's just, just a nice, unearthed bit of gem. Um, totally yeah. Right see, um, James, uh, Alan Myers said Wolves and Bournemouth are also interested as well. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes to Wolves. You know, um, we we had a deal agreed in principle with Torre last week, and obviously he went to Atalanta instead, so. It's quite possible that he just says, do you know what, I'm just going to go somewhere else, considering most of their squad speak Portuguese anyway.
5: Yeah, I was just about to say that. Um, most of their squad is Portuguese, but I don't know. I feel like at this moment in time, is it the most attractive offer he's going to get coming to Everton? But I hope that's the negative side of me speaking and the positive side is that he will he will see sense and mm. come and play for us, Hopefully. But yeah, like yeah. just for what everyone else has said, it's um it's nice to see that we're linked with someone who's, not been in the prem for six years and yeah got relegated with Southampton um or Leicester or someone like that. Um He's yeah. saying it's refreshing to see that they're actually being allowed to do the job now and not have to get signed off on these players. Yeah. <laughs> um, like you said, I've never seen anything of them, but the little clip that I did see of him, looks looks promising. He's going to be raw, isn't he? If, if it does happen, yeah. he's not going to be the finished article, say to me. So people's mm. not going to, can't jump down his neck instantly and be like, oh, he's not good enough. He's not this. He's not that. Cause he's come from the Portuguese league to the Prem. Yeah. And it's, it's not, it's not all plain sailing. So mm. yeah, I like the idea of it. I hope there's more to come. Um, Like even if we do get him in, it'd be nice to see. Um was go for someone that bit more experienced who can get in ahead of him for now. Yeah, have two rounds and teaching him, not even teaching him, just like shadowing him almost. And yeah, um, but yeah, I like I like the sound of it, and um, if it happens, Mm. then I'll be be excited to see what he's what he's all about. Yeah,
1: definitely. Um, Dave, would you be happy with bringing another fella in, say? In the mold of Wiggles or Che Adams, uh, if we get this kid in, would that kind of ease the blow a little bit for this season?
2: Yeah, you know what? Um, I think it would just because, like, um, and can I add it? Just because I've been thinking this as everybody's been talking because we play sport and vision in the yeah. friendly next this this upcoming weekend. I think it'd be absolutely hilarious if the medical team could get a hat. Um, you know, get a medical in in 15 minutes. And he comes <laughs> out the second half, an Everton player, plays the first half sport, and his men comes out the second half, an Everton player. Um, Do the announcement at halftime, like Chen Towson, wasn't it? Andy Darby. Or something. But, anyways, um, no, I think now you do bring in uh, an experienced center forward, maybe like, uh, yeah, like Borster. You know, not that I'm too keen on him or Che Adams or anybody mm-hmm. of the sort, but. Um, anybody we've been linked with, at least. But I think you do because then, like, I mean, this fella, if we do get him over the line, he's a big, big fella. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, like, if DCL's fit, maybe you go two up front and yeah. you play the two of them and you just go old school and just pump the ball into two big center forwards. Yeah. And um I think that's probably why you want to bring an experienced center forward maybe next to him is – if you want to ease the pressure off him a little bit, play him in a front two or rotate him a little bit more Mm -hmm. um, with kind of an experienced uh, older player. And I think like it also, it's just like, okay, here's your quote unquote prem proven player and bag horse say theoretically, but we've got you this shiny little 19 year old who's a wonder kid as well. Mm -hmm. So it softens the blow a little bit, you know what I mean? As opposed to just bringing in bag horse. But I would like to see us bring in another center forward because it's like, if Calvin Loon is at fifth, well then, you know, if this kid's starting the match, you're still bringing Neil Maupai off the bench. Yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah. So you need to improve those options in the forward areas to affect games late on when it's yeah. even feel or whatever maybe.
1: Yeah, definitely, mate. Um, and, and it's, you know, you've got to kind of ease him into it gently as well. You can't just throw him in at yeah. the end and... It goes the other way as well. You, you can't throw him in at the defense, but you can't also starve him of game time. You, you have to find that balance of, you know, the minutes in in order to improve the kid and try and ease the pressure off him somehow. But, yeah, there's a lot of people, a lot of negativity around this, and I'm quite surprised, actually. Um, some people, you know, mentioned before, comparing him to Moyes Keane or whatever, but I, I just don't get it. Um, you know, people saying he's got more yellow cards than goals, this, that, and the other. He's 19. He's, he's, a, he's a kid. He's a baby. Like, why, why are we... Where's the negativity on this? I just don't get it. People saying saying have watched little bits of him on YouTube and he looks poor. I, I just don't understand. What do you want as an Evertonian if you're negative about something like this? I just... just no, behavior, I, like.
5: I feel like that's all stemmed from the signings we've done in the past that haven't gone right. Mm. And people are now just judging on the past instead of trying to look at it now. Whereas, like, we want this mold of like the Brightons who bring in these youth in, because we've yeah. got it so long in the past, I feel like people are jumping ship too early and being like, no, because we've not heard of him. He's 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 just gonna be like like them like you like some Moist Keen and stuff like that. That's what yeah. I feel. What it is now. People haven't got that trust in them to get it right anymore. So anything they do do is just push to the sides as all negative and
4: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's very similar with the youth system as well, because mm. of the life Like Rooney coming out of it, and then every player that follows him since is absolutely shite, (laughs) because yeah, you know they're not Wayne Rooney. But let's be honest, there's (laughs) there's a lot of players in the world who aren't Wayne Rooney. So Mm. yeah, once in a generational talent. Mm. I think the main thing as well
3: that I've seen with the negativity is like where to say like people were saying like. For 15 million, we should be spending it on someone who's proven to score goals. But mm. you're seeing the price tags of these players now. There's there's no one on the market that you're going to be able to buy for 15, 10, no. 15 million who's proven to get you 10, 15 goals. No. I mean, if, if we're linked with Shea Adams, his price tag's probably going to be 10, 15. He's nowhere near going to guarantee you 10 goals in the season. Yeah. So it was like the whole point of when... When I'd suggested the Dharma Sayora and people were like, Oh, well, no, on, on them wages, you can get some. We need goals, we need contributions and assists, and it's like, Well, you, you're not going to, for a f- free transfer or for the fees that we're going to be looking to pay, or if it's installments, you're not going to be able to bring in players that are guaranteeing you those numbers. Mm. Yeah. Under the pressure that they're coming under as well, because, I mean, if Grey goes, we just see today McNeil's out injured, so we've mm. got. You know, Dobbin is the only out-and-out winger we've got at the minute, and Dan yeah. Juma, wherever yeah. he and happens to play. So, like, this young lad coming in, there's a lot of pressure on the shoulders, but then Dan Juma looks up for it. But, mm. yeah, I think we need to be more, like, open-minded with these signings, especially if these ones, like this one and the Brazilian lads, these start continuing that we're getting these Yeah, out-of-top-league out of players that we need to like be more open-minded with these yeah, players coming in definitely me yeah um
1: yeah just just keep in mind be patient um and just see what happens and i mean I, i've been moaning and moaning and moaning saying we're not getting a striker in and and again you, you do need someone to to come in with him i suppose um but yeah just have a bit of patience he's a young lad don't get on his back if he does something wrong the whole point in giving a kid chances is he will make mistakes it doesn't matter what kid that is. So, you know, yeah, just be patient um, and just try and be a bit positive about things. But just moving on then. Um, so apparently, this, and this is a, a, another one just out the blue, uh, we had a loan bid rejected for Rico Lewis from Manchester City. Um, so I think this lad's a fullback, isn't he? I think he's a right back or a left back. I'm not I'm not too sure. But, um, Lee, I'll start with you, mate. Um, if, if if he got another right back in, what does that say about uh, Patterson?
4: That they're fully expecting him to get injured. Yeah. <laughs> and yep. and like, they've learned a lesson from GCL last year when they were banking on him being fit. Mm. Um, but it's a strange one, like, because you've obviously got Coleman. Mm. Now Coleman's had two no, Coleman's had two serious injuries with his knee this time and his leg break a couple of years ago.
1: Yeah.
4: But in general, he's been generally fit. He doesn't pick up little niggly groin strains or hamstring injuries usually. But obviously he's getting on. Yeah. So are they trying to get cover? Can he play left back or something? And they're trying to get because if it if he is just a right back, I don't know enough about him to be honest. Mm. Um it does it doesn't make sense because we've already got two full backs, no 2 team eleven full backs uh, right backs already. Yeah. So maybe he's just wanting a bit of extra cover for left back. Mm. because we've only got one and he's still injured. Yeah. We're going after the young as well. Like, but, um, no, it's a strange one, but I, I didn't even see it. I, you you put it in the chat, and I was like, because I haven't been on Twitter much today, to be honest. And I was just like, oh, where'd that come from? No. Mm. So, I can't say I, I knew an awful lot about it. Yeah. No. He's, obviously, he's obviously a talented kid because he's, he's been in Guardiola's teams for the last year or two now. Yeah. And, you know, one of the greatest managers of all time. You don't stick around in one of his teams if you haven't got a bit about you. Yeah, So
1: definitely.
4: Yeah. Make use of the loan system because, well, we've still got... We can still get two, can't we? Because Dan Juma is obviously a, a European loan, so we've still got two domestics that we can use. Yeah. So, why not? If that's what they want to go for, then fair enough. They yeah. know more about... What what the players are going through than me, what cover they need and stuff. So yeah, definitely. I haven't got a problem with it. I just find it a bit strange if it is for right back alone.
1: Mm. Yeah. But, definitely. Uh, Twenty two appearances last season for City, uh, including a couple in the Champions League as well. So he's only a young lad, but he's clearly talented. Yeah. He, and, um, only eighteen as well. Yeah.
4: He filled in for when when Walker got dropped, didn't he, around Christmas time, and he played a good few games then and then. He obviously brought Kai Walker back into the squad. Mm. And I watched him once or twice. Like, he is a good player. Yeah. He's, he's obviously been part of the City Youth Academy and now part of Guardiola. He's very comfortable on the ball. Mm. That I think, especially in defence, that's what we lack. Yeah. I mean, we lack pace as well, but <laughs> yep. we lack someone who's really composed on the ball.
1: Mm. So, Definitely. Yeah. Big time. Um. Shane, if because this lad's only 18 um, and you, you do like your loans to be used in this way, I feel like um, loaning off like the likes of Man City to help them develop their players as well is is better for us and them. But what's that saying about our academy if this
3: lad's 18 and we're looking to loan him? Well, the, I mean, like Lee's just said, this lad's been 22 appearances in the City squad. He's going to be head and shoulders above any of them. Um, yeah. I, d- I don't think, like, say, to come out of nowhere Didn't. wouldn't have made sense to me, me for City neither because I think with mm. all the rumours of Walker going to Bayern and Cancelo, obviously, up in the air sort of thing. But uh, say, it seems as like that I, I don't know how that would make sense because, I mean, you've got... Essentially, you've got two left-backs in Michelinco and Young and you've got yeah. your two right-backs. Obviously, Coleman's still out injured. Yeah. Um. Patterson's injury-prone already is what we've seen, yeah. Um so, suppose a loan in that sense wouldn't wouldn't hurt to have mm. you know a third cover for either left or right because I think he did play a game or so on the left at left back, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I'd rather be using the loans to be honest with positions like mm. further forwards that we need. I think they've got they've got two young lads in Palmer and who who was at the. The, uh, the young lads well Cup with Branfui and Garner and uh, J- James Macatee I think his name is he yeah just promising players for further forward you probably aren't going to get into the squad for City you're more likely to get
1: yeah definitely mate. um I I actually quite like this lad um I know he's still only young and stuff but. Um, James I'm, I'm a bit worried for Patterson um, last season he obviously had a couple of injuries he, he he was playing well and then he just gets hurt and he's out for like 10 games whatever the case may be and I know he had a little operation as well but um, I don't know Patterson he just doesn't seem to have got going does he? Do he, do he need to be looking in that area?
5: No he doesn't to be fair it's always like two steps forward three steps back with him isn't it? Like you get, Yeah Flapping and he's got another one again. But honestly, I, I think if we'd have got that Rico Lewis over the line, I think he'd have been starting over. He likes yeah. a pattern because it, like you've said, if he's getting into that city team and Pep's not willing to let him go, then mm. I've got something about him. Yeah, i making twenty two appearances in that city team. Regardless, I think um, I think he covered for Cancelo as well for a bit, didn't he? He was in yeah. there. Cancelo went to Bayern for a bit. Yeah. And yeah, like you said, he's comfortable on the ball. He's he likes to overlap, which our full-backs just don't seem to have it in them to do it. Yeah. But, yeah, I'd have been, I'd have been, I'd have been happy with the signing. But like you say, the loans could get used in other places. Obviously, we're not going to have the funds to buy him. But if it had been the case of that he, he allowed him to go out on loan, I wouldn't have been upset with it. Had have been. Because, like you say, it benefits us as well as, as city yeah. at the same time. Yeah, but, um, yeah. I'd have I'd have been happy with that signing, but obviously Pep's not willing to let him go because he sees something in him. So
1: yeah, definitely mate. big time. Um, Dave, the couple of lads that we mentioned now, are obviously still teenagers. Um, and all the rumours this week have been youngish lads, apart from obviously Che Adams. But do do you like? the things that you're hearing about the club with these young prospects?
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, it's kind of what I, I mean, I think we've all been crying out for it as fans. Um, but now we just find ourselves in that paradox of they're not going to be the finished product. So mm. we're going to have to give these players time if they do come in. And I, I think I'm this kid from City who I've watched a few times and I think he's a good player and not that I'm, a massive fan of his, but I think he can cover in the midfield as well, mm. or at least on the basis of him playing and a treble winning side, one of the best that you know English footy has, has seen in in a long time. Um, yeah, you know, we probably can cover in midfield just given his, his ability and possession and, and how he passes the ball and everything. So, um, but again, that's not necessarily our responsibility to worry about. It's, development so if he comes in as cover he comes in as cover you know mm-hmm. what i mean that's yeah. city's fault for loaning him out but in terms of the links overall yeah i mean it's been refreshing like it's mm-hmm. you know you look at these links with a little bit more optimism as as opposed to you know pessimistically maybe the past past few windows some of the links you're seeing or even you know i mean i know i gave you grief about him john but like when you see the names of like Ashley young and stuff i think think about the young players that we like is like, it is an unknown quantity. Mm. It could go poorly, sure, like that's definitely a possibility, but yeah. I think the unknown quantity of them is, is what kind of keeps us fascinated about it, where yeah. it's not just chalk and cheese, you know what you're getting, you know what's coming in the side, there's there's a little bit of possibility of, of development or even overdevelopment to a degree and, and fulfilling potential or going higher than they're seeing and I think that's what ever need to realize and they need to start taking gambles on younger players Mm. um to some degree i'm not saying that the side needs to be full of kids but it's not bad to have a couple kids on the bench and a couple kids in the starting 11 and just that way you're looking long term it's showing me that you're you're trying to build a a sustainable model you know in Mm -hmm. terms of actually generating funds back into our pocket when we saw these players and Yep. Then you can reinvest them and, and and go do the same thing and rinse and repeat every every three, five years.
1: Yep, be sustainable, definitely. you know. Yep, big time.
2: So, what, do
3: you, what do you think refreshing. about it, John? Um, I know that, uh, I know that like, a lot of fans hmm. have, have got, well, the main gripe or problem with bringing in these young players is that we've been in a relegation scrap the past two seasons. And yeah. a lot of people think that we should be on the the path of getting in these proven premier league players and we need the finished article now
1: yeah well that's it mate it's it's um you know with these young lads is it's got the potential to get a bit toxic to the point where it can stunt the lads development if he's feeling the pressure of the crowd um purely based off if we are in a relegation battle or not um, if things go sour with the results um they'll quickly turn on the young lads um it, it's just the nature of the game but Um, in in that respect, I'm not surprised that City have rejected it purely because I don't feel like it's a good breeding breeding ground for young talent to develop. Um, I feel like there might be other clubs out there that can um speed up his learning process quicker than what Everton could in that respect. So, um, it's it's I don't know if that's. Listen, you can't blame Everton for trying to loan someone off Man City. That's that's just good. That's good business. Mm-hmm. Um but also you couldn't blame City for rejecting it, I suppose, do you know what I mean? So yeah, you might you might well have other clubs lined up willing to take him, which Guardiola might think, do you know what, that's that suits our style of play a bit more and he's also gonna learn more there than he will here and that, that's just fair enough as well. So but yeah, as far as Everton are concerned, um I'm I'm happy that they're looking at young lads like this, to be honest, it's good. Um but yeah, moving on then. Um so the Salernitana chairman, Danilo L- what Lovellino, I don't even know how to pronounce his name. He said he wouldn't mind Everton offering twenty million plus mopai for striker Boulay Dia, Um twenty million plus mopai, James. Are you willing to sign off on that one? Um
5: give you twenty quid on Mopai. <laughs> <sighs> you know what? I don't even know why he's <laughs> He's considered a mopey okay, unless he sees something that we're all fucking <laughs> blind to. But he's
1: desperate to get him for some reason. <laughs> I
5: know. Um yeah. I do you know what I haven't seen much of that. I don't even is it Dia die? Yeah. Dia
0: I've
5: mm. not even seen much of him if I'm honest, but like is everyone's saying he's got to be better than Mopai. Like some of yeah. what I watched him pre season, he just looks he looks worse than he was last season and he's been running
1: mm.
5: the game and Saying and he's being put through, and he doesn't look like he's he's going to be any any use. But yeah, if it's if we get someone in and get him out, then yeah, I'm all for it.
1: Mm. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, um, just whatever deal, I don't care. We have to pay 100 million and send more by that way, just get him out. The... Yeah, um, no, exactly. um, Lee, what do you reckon, mate? Boulet, I mean, he's 26, this lad, so he's not obviously as young as the others. But if we can get him and um, the lad from Sporting, would you uh, would you be happy with that for this season?
4: Yeah, I would, because as um, as a few of the lads have alluded to, because this young lad from is so young from Sporting Lisbon, we need someone with that bit more experience. And twenty six years of age, yeah, you can still potentially sell him for a profit mm. if if he does well. But he's still got a couple of years until he hits his prime as a striker as well. So yeah. to still. Hopefully there's still room for improvement. But hmm. well, I was just about to say, I I'd, I'd give them thirty five million on Mopai if it means getting him off the book. Yeah, and I'd even put Mopai on me back and I'd walk all the way to Italy, <laughs> drop him off free of charge.
1: therefore for me, big time, easily. No. Um, yeah. Shane, this dear fella, um, sixteen goals in thirty three matches
3: last season. It's not bad, is it? No, um, and uh, the numbers like. You've been saying that you probably need, and then, like Lee's just said again, if you've got that young lad coming, and he's that perfect. You know, that, that bridges the gap between Carvert-Lewin and the young lad. Uh, yeah. I think what I've seen, the the, uh, the chairman, or whoever he is, he said that he, 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 any deal involving Mopi would take his fancy, given his interest in the striker at the same time anyway. Yeah. So... <laughs> I mean, I don't know, like you said, I don't know what he's been watching, or why, <laughs> and I, I, to be perfectly honest, in the Italian league, a lot of their cyclers are all big lads, like the, mm. you know, your Girouds and your Ebers your Aaron and Lukaku's yeah. and stuff, so Mo Pai, I don't know what position, where he's going to play, he's just been running the this Chicken, like he has been in the pre-season. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, the them deals are always appealing, like you say, if you've got it. A de, you know, an half decent or a decent striker to come in, mm. and then you're getting rid of what is essentially dead wood to us now because he's on that list of players for me with Holgate and Michael Keane and stuff that they yeah. need to be gone. But then, mm. if there's a positive in there that you can get somebody else's part exchanged then you've got to be all for it,
0: yeah.
1: Big time, mate. Um, Dave, this lad is he's 26, um, no doubt. Obviously, when he was 19, he his stats weren't very good either. Because I'm looking at the stats now, he's only really started scoring goals in the last few years. Um, you know, at a, at a decently consistent level. Um, so you you can say like you know, that lad who's nineteen. You know, a lot of people are going to be moaning and stuff. But twenty six, you feel like is is the sweet spot to get a to get a striking in my opinion.
2: Yeah, I think I've watched him play. I think uh, once this past season, I think Napoli were at home. So. Solar and, and I wanted to watch to see Napoli win the league and then, you know, me carrying some sort of curse with Everton. They bottled it that day, one one and actually Dia scored the goal. And it was a great goal. He cut inside mm. off the rights, cut inside and curled it into the top corner with his left foot. Yeah. But um yeah, I think when I saw I saw the initial links, I did a little bit more research on him. And he actually wasn't that good in the air. Mm. Um he seems like a a player who's a little bit better in in transition, kind of one of those players who's facing the goal rather than faced away from the goal, the opposition yeah. goal, that is. So I don't know what the idea is there. Maybe maybe it is a front two, and he plays off of um, Calvert-Lewin um, or something yeah. of the sort, but he, he does have a very good conversion rate, like one, mm-hmm. of, one of the best in Europe, I think, if if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, but in terms of his age, yeah, I think he's exactly what you'd look – to bring in alongside yeah. you know, this kid from sport and lisbon in terms of that they are a little bit different profiles and then but i think they could still both play as a lone striker and they could still both play as a as a front two um, yeah so he's one that like i think a big thing is like and and i hesitate to say this because you know i'm sure this is the mentality of of a lot of people and i don't necessarily think it's correct it's like Okay, we get Pai out. Dia is better than Maupay. You know mm. that's not saying a whole lot, but I think in this case, when you have Calvert Lewin and you're, you know, looking to get this Chimitrian, um excuse me on the pronunciation, um, you know, Dia would make sense as, yeah. as a second or a third choice center forward. So, um, yeah, I think that's kind of the sweet spot. And I think you know you can't just recruit kids all summer long. You got to add in a little bit of experience. You know, players who have played across maybe multiple leagues or, you know, at least multiple seasons in senior football. So mm. um, I'm all for this one. I think at the price, yeah, I think so. I mean, if he gets you seven, eight goals a season, like, that's worth the 15000000 million, isn't it? Yep,
1: definitely. Yeah. I'm
2: all pay going the other way, definitely worth that.
1: <laughs> yeah, easily, easily. Um, Dave, while you're there as well, mate, I'll just ask you about this next link, Yuri Alberto, 22, because, a- again, I don't know much about this lad. Um, I know we were linked to him last year, um, but for 21 million, if you'd have to choose one, him or the lad from Sporting, who would you go for?
2: What did you say? For, what was the figure for twenty? Around
1: 21 million? million.
2: If I had to choose Yuri Alberto or the fellow from Sporting? Yep. Um, I'd go to Dmitri. Just, just on the basis of like Yuri Alberto, I've I've heard the name. I've not been able to watch him. I think Corinthians right now, I think, Brazil. Um I, I just go for Dimitri because he, he's a little bit younger, I think, by three years. I think yeah. Yuri Alberto's 22. Mm. Um, so you just have a little bit more time to kind of mold him into what you want to. And from the, the videos I've seen of Yuri Alberto, he does look good, but. I'd favor Demetrius just because I think there's a little bit more time, and I think his profile is, you know, he's six foot four or something like that. Something, yeah, crazy nineteen yeah. years of age. Um, so I'd go, I go for the fellow from Sporting.
1: Yeah, for me personally, playmates, good, good stuff. Um, Shane, are you missing a bit of a Brazilian flair since Richarlison's gone? Would you like to see this like come in?
3: Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I was I was watching I was only watching a video earlier of and they were asking him about the, uh, you know the the loudest crowds he's played in front of him and it's just it's guts me anytime he <laughs> speaks about us honestly. But no uh, from the stuff that I've read about this lad like he's he's a bit of an arse as well. Um yeah. I think Lee mentioned it in the chat and uh, from what I've seen as well he can come in off the right. I mean mm. God knows we need a right winger as well. Um yeah. so I mean, again, it's one of those links, it's one of those players. Um maybe that fee is a is a bit big um mm. for what you know, for an unknown entity as as far as we're concerned, but mm. and it might be a season later, like you say we were linked to them last year, but yeah. if he's if he's someone that is a bit of an ally, I mean we got told Mopai was that but Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, the I mean these links keep them coming. I, I'd rather these ones be getting linked to us than the, like we said, the likes of Shai Adams and stuff like that. I mm. I like the link of Vianato. Um, mm. I don't know what substance there is to that. Um, yeah, seems to got another... quiet on him a little bit.
4: Yeah, have maybe...
1: the size of striker as well. Yeah, they have. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, it's a. Uh... I don't know, Yuri Albi, I don't really know much about them, to be honest. Again, it's another one for Brazil scout. Um, James, would you like a, a Brazilian back in the squad? A Brazilian snide is exactly what we need, in my opinion.
5: Yeah, I agree. Um, as Lee was saying then about, um, oh, sorry, saying about Ian Acho, um, yeah. I don't think there was an actual, Um. like, there was an interest in there, but I don't think anything was sparked between the two clubs. I think it was yeah. just because Everton are in incest FC at the minute. Yeah. <laughs> but, yep. Yeah, I would like, like you say, these links are lovely seeing these players that like we've never heard of. Mm. You see little clips of them and you think, I oh, do you know what, you'd like a bit of that in your team because at the minute we've got, we haven't got that. Like, we haven't got them snides or them ones that grabbed the game by a scruff of its neck and yeah, um, yeah I do like
1: like the sound of it yeah uh, definitely big yeah. time mate yeah yeah leave it away you meet um again I, th- I don't know much about him hopefully you can try and fill us in for what we you know what we're lacking no.
4: in knowledge about this lad no i haven't got a clue <laughs> oh.
1: we can keep it real on this podcast we talk
4: yeah no um i I don't really look at players. I've said this before, since I watched Kevin Moreles on YouTube. I just can't watch <laughs> I can't watch YouTube clips of players because Moreles in, in the Greek league looked like he was fucking turning into fucking Ronaldo. Yeah. And he was anything but Ronaldo. Mm. The only thing he had in common with Ronaldo was that he liked to go down fairly easily. Yeah. That was the only thing they had in common. <laughs> oh, and spent a lot of time on the hair as well. Big time. But now, um, if we, you know, as James has just said, these links are the ones, even though I don't watch a lot of like, foreign football anymore yeah. and I don't watch YouTube videos, these are the ones that do excite me. Yeah, yeah, as James said, you Che Adams and your wear and that. They, we've seen what they can do because i watch the Premier League week in, week out, and mm. they, they just don't feel the excitement. No. You know, same with M- Mopai didn't. Yeah. You know, obviously you want them to do well once they sign, but you, you've always got that feeling in the pit of your stomach that it's just going to go sour. Yeah.
1: Whereas yeah. these
4: lads, because you don't know them mm. and you don't know what they can do, it's, you know, it's, it's refreshing. Mm. And it, it shows, like, I know even a few people have been like, oh, we've got lazy scouts. So this mm. shows that the scouting network now... And either uh, that fell well's either got them together now and they're able to do what they want, or they've been given the license by the upper management mm. to just go and do what they need to do yeah. and not being held back by them.
1: Yeah, definitely So me, yeah.
4: it's um as I said before, it's all positive science. You know, twenty one million in our position is probably the only stumbling block for me. Is mm. that you know, people are saying we haven't got the ten million to pay for Delhi Alley if he plays seven more games this season. Yeah. So I mean obviously if it's in instalments, you know, like shopping a fucking heading or fucking aldi or something and you can you know get them quite cheap per year, then yeah, yeah. fair enough. Which mm. I it to I think the Brazilian teams are quite open to that mm. because they haven't got the revenue of like La Liga or the Bundesliga or anything, Yeah. Like the big leagues like that. So maybe that is an option where you just paid them three or four million a year over five years. Yeah, definitely. Something we should all, should be all over. Mm. But as I said before, I I trust Telwell. So anyone we're linked with that I haven't got a clue about, I'm all for it.
1: Yeah, definitely. So, um, I I lost all faith in Telwell up until this week. <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, this lad here. So. Two goals in 20 for Santos, 27 and 70 for Internacional, four in 11 for Zenit, um, and then he went back to Corinthians, eight in 20 and four in 10 in his second spell. So, not too bad, not too bad, but doesn't scream 21 million. Um, Don't know. We'll have to wait and see on that one. But as you can tell, we are clearly not in the know. If anyone knows anything about these lads more than us, please let us know. Um, How many
4: goals? Sorry, John. How many goals did he score for Zenit? So
1: He scored for Zenit. Where was it? Let me see. So he scored four and 11 for Zenit. Um, I think he was only
4: there for six months. So he would have happened. been about what 20 years of age then or something.
1: Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. That's not bad going that to leave, leave Brazil hmm. at that age and go to a place like Russia as well. Yeah, not bad going. Right. I mean, it's not the best league, but you know, I'm guessing he would have left all of his family behind and stuff like that. Hmm. They're yeah. the things that. As football fans, we we just forget because they're on so much money. But yeah. at the end of the day, he was a kid leaving. Mm. And not just leaving one country to another. He left a continent and went to another continent. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A long, it's a long way from home for him. Yeah. So no. maybe it's that he's got the substance to do it abroad, that he doesn't mind travelling. Mm. So.
1: Big time, yeah, definitely. Um, I just say, mate, we, we often overlook stuff like that. But... Um, Zenit, Zenit, do like a nice Brazilian, don't he? So, um, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see on that one. Um, I feel like that's this guy is the new Rakellme. We we're obviously linked with him last summer, so I don't know about that one. I don't even know if that one's any real um, substance to it. But uh, the next one, Tete, is a free agent. Um, so he, he had his, his contract terminated with Shakhtar Donetsk. I think he asked to leave, um, but he's predominantly a right winger slash right wing back or whatever you want to say. So. Um, James, I think we're desperate for another right-sided player, another right-winger, don't you? I
5: agree, yeah. Um, he was at Leicester last season, mainly on loan. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. He, 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 looked, he looked all right with Leicester. He's direct. Yeah. Uh, what we haven't got, he's not afraid to take someone on, try and get a ball into the box. Um, Even if he's just, as you say, in and out, him and Awobi or him and whoever's on, playing on the right at the time, come in and yeah. out, swap positions because it's always nice to have that that option of you know, have your, your safe safe yeah. player in, in your like of wobby and then last ten minutes you bring tete on for his his pace and his directness to try yeah. and get a goal out of a game. But as a free agent it's uh, it's probably a no brainer.
1: Mm. Yeah. As
5: we all say it's um the low yeah. low wages and it's if it doesn't pay off you've not spent
1: much money on him at the end of the day so yeah Your definitely fault. that's it Um I'm trying to find out his wages now I, I can't really um, come up with a figure online it's not giving me much information on his wages but as you say mate it's a free agent you're, you're avoiding the fee I think he's only 23 but um Lee does it make you wonder if he's 23 Brazilian right winger and he's a free agent does that make you worry like for some reason I know it does with me a little bit it does a little bit but you
4: know look Look at Isco. Isco's still a free agent, isn't he? Yeah. And he's wasn't he part of the? No, he wasn't part of the Spain squad. He was too young. But you know, mm. he's been at Real Madrid. He's won yeah. like the Champions League, four Champions Leagues. Yeah. Won countless amounts. So just because he's a free agent at that age, I know Isco's a bit older, but mm. I don't. It is a little bit of a worry at that age, like. But I've it. It fits the profile of player we're after. You know, quite young, yeah. but he's got experience and yep. he's on the right-hand side. Yeah, which, because I don't think I, I don't think will. We can carry on performing like he did in the first half mm. on the right. He needs to be moved in field. Yeah, for me. So we need to get someone in, and with Damari Gray is probably the second most capable player of playing on the right-hand side for us. But it looks like he's on his way out. Mm. So, 23 years of age. You know, free transfer, yeah. You know, you give him a 40 year contract, and if it doesn't work after a year, you sell him for five mil, yeah, and you make money on him, yeah, definitely, you know, yeah, type of things because he's still relatively young, and he's so. And you know, you could you could demand more, like, but I'm just a you know, f- nice round figure of five mil,
1: yeah, definitely, so, big time. You know,
4: I, I, I wouldn't be too dis- displeased with that if that happens so, because it is an area of the pitch that we do need massive reinvestments in
1: yeah um which is uh obviously stanley mills has just gone out on loan as well he plays on, on that side there um and he looks quite promising but i do think as we need there, sorry, ahead, mate.
5: um just seeing here don't know how true this is but um when he was playing for Shakhtar, he was on 7.8 grand a week
1: yeah sorry
5: when he went down to leicester it it, it changed to 50. so that was yeah. exactly on, on mm. 22 and then he's gone to Leicester on fifty grand. Mm. Um. So, fifties for a, for the fifty grand, it's a bit like.
1: Um, but yeah. On the on the Shakhtar, we just have him for that. Yeah, definitely me. Yeah. <laughs> Shane, <laughs> obviously, you know, the reason why he left Shakhtar was because of the Ukraine war and all this business. And I think they actually said the leagues, you know, were given permission for players to leave and stuff because of the circumstances, but, um. I am just I don't know why he hasn't been snapped up yet if he's that good. Um bearing in mind we do need a right winger and obviously we, we can't be choosers at the moment. Um but do you think um you'd be happy with that one if he were to get him in like?
3: I mean like I just said he's a he's a free agent, you haven't really got much to lose on him. Hmm. Um you know I I still want I still want to sure, gonna, start, I'm gonna <laughs> die, But but yeah, like I say, you've got nothing to lose with them. Um, i see mixed stuff about him um, yeah. from the fans on Twitter mm. um, saying that he's got a fake Brazilian passport. <laughs> um, but, I mean, there's got to be something behind them. Leon usually do pick up those, are, like the younger type players and the development yeah. and stuff. Like he's come from Shakhtar, but we de- like you say, we definitely need players on that right-hand side. We can't. Just go into the season with you know, a will be filling out there when, like you say, he wants to primarily play through the middle, yeah. Um, and then you know, you've got Dan Juma, his better numbers are on the left hand side, or yeah, once he didn't, his numbers aren't there for right hand side. Miss mm. Neil, I just don't ever want to see him on the right hand side again,
1: yeah. Definitely,
3: like, that scarred me. Um, so <laughs> yeah, we we need. We need players on that side, free agents, mm. why not? It doesn't really concern. I mean, like you said, it, he's been released from his contract because of the stuff going on in Ukraine, but the, a, free, a player being a free agent wouldn't usually uh, worry me. Mm. I mean, I know now it's coming up to like the business end of the transfer window sort of thing because yeah. the free seasons are coming to an end. Mm. So you'd have to that, either if we had... Three, four, five clubs after him, he either chose by now, or if there was none, then he, he would have found someone. But yeah, like you say, beggars can't be choosers really at this moment in time. We haven't got the money to go out and spend that. Uh, yeah, you know, if we are pulling these strikers in, we haven't got 25, 30 million, even yeah. if it is installments, probably until mm. more investment comes in. Um, yeah. I would mean, you choose
1: uh, a dammer over this lad, would
3: you? Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> He of like, just the raw pace and the baby oil up that right-hand side. been <laughs> this big six-foot-three Portuguese lad from
1: Sporting.
3: Yep. In-
1: All day, mate. Um, FIFA in real life. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, we, we just get, I don't know, get them both in. We need we need right-wingers. Yeah. Um, we always seem to be short on on the right-wingers for whatever reason. I don't know why um, even had Hammers playing there like a couple of years ago and I don't know we we're just always apart from Delafeu I can't remember the you know a really good standout right winger that we've had for for a while anyway in recent in recent times I'm talking about not going back in the day like but um mm. Delafeu was there and obviously he just cut down and he'd just whip across him with his right foot easily easy money for Lukaku and Tete again if he can do that and if Adama can do that whatever great um, but we definitely need people in on the right hand side there um, yeah, and here's another link as well. Calvert Lewin was linked with Roma last week. Um, and obviously, uh, they've, they've got Tommy Abraham who's injured. Um, similar kind of players. Um, but it doesn't make sense to me to go for Calvert Lewin if Tommy Abraham's injured. It's just copy and paste, really. But um, the question is, Andrew, I'll start with you, mate. You just jumped in there. I don't know if you want to chat or not. But um, I'll throw you under the bus here. Would you sell Calvert Lewin? That's what you get for jumping in late.
0: <laughs> okay, do we actually have another confirmed striker signing? Not right now. Nope, then keep him. Even if mm-hmm. we only get to for 30% of the season, that's more than none. Yeah. And Bope, okay, which is also none but French. Mm.
1: <laughs> yep, definitely, mate. Uh, honestly, I'd, I'd agree. I, I wouldn't let him go despite his injuries. Um. Lee, how do you feel,
4: mate, on calvert Would you... Would you let him go out? I I I think it's a bit of lazy journalism to be honest. Yeah. I just think like obviously Abraham, the injury he suffered, they think he's gonna be out for most of the season. Hmm. Um, but why would Jose Mourinho go and buy a player, spend twenty million on a player that has been crocked for the last two years? Hmm. That just doesn't make sense to me. I mean, yeah, Mourinho's not what he was fifteen years ago as a manager. But he's mm. still a top manager. And it's like, do you, does anyone really, really think that he would go out and spend twenty obviously it's not his money, mm. but you know, would he spend let's say half of his budget on a player that has only played about twenty percent of games in the last two years? Yeah. I just think it's bullshit. And but to answer the question, no, I wouldn't sell him. Mm. Cause I still think if you get if you can get him fit. He's he's better than Tammy Abraham, mm. yeah. Uh, to, to compare him to him, so I'd I'd keep him, mm. and fingers crossed he can get fit because he is the best striker that we've got at the club.
1: Yeah, so. definitely, easily, mate. Um, I, I think he's absolutely brilliant at what he does. Um, yeah. just keep him fit. Like it's it's worth more the games that you've got with him. Is worth more than the games that you'll have without him because of what he gives you when he does play. He is that good. Um, Shane, I don't know how you feel on that one, mate, with with lewin And if we were to get, you know, the Portuguese lad in and another striker, would you let calvert and go? Uh,
3: no, I think, I think even if you got them two in and and lewin went, you'd still need another one. Yeah. Or if at least that Cannon stay. Um, yeah. Of it, but no, I think I think this season for me now is the. An ultimate season for him. Mm. I think with Dice coming in and the way he treated them at the end of the last season, where he was really was waiting for him to come back fit, and he's doing that now where I think he's back in the first team training, but he's played no preseason. Yeah. Um if he, if he gets fit, he's just gotta stay fit. Yeah. And then if you he'll struggle anyway, because it's another season where he's been injured to sell him. Mm. Um like Lisa, I don't know what the substance there is to that link um yeah. to Roma. I said that if we sold if we were to sell DCL or whatever happened to him, that you'd want a Tammy Abraham to replace him. Mm. He's on that same ilk, that same type and you know, uh, quality sort of thing. Um yeah. so I mean, in that sense, it would probably makes sense for them in terms of the the profile the player. But like say, injury wise, you, you're not going to replace a a twelve month, what looks like twelve months. I think it's his ACL. Out injured for a player yeah. who like, that's going to play twenty thirty percent of your games. Mm. Could shoot them. I, I I've seen people saying, and I think it might have been spoken about between us about it's the Italian league. It's a slower pace. You might you might shoot them better with the. The type of football and the pace of it, but yeah, um, no, I I think this season I, we've probably been saying it for the past couple of years, and and like you say, he's probably he's worth don't, don't you know, double, essentially the wages to us for when he is fit, because we know what we're getting out of him, and defenders yeah. are scared against playing, scared of playing against them. So yeah, but I think definitely this season he's got to either these problems have got to have been sorted with this rehab and, and you know the time taken out rather than rushing them back yeah it'll help him even more now if we are getting these cycles as covered that we haven't we don't feel like we've got to rush him back mm. two games earlier than he should be yeah um, and I think we're at that point with them now where it's sort of like we don't expect him to be in the starting 11 and stuff like that so he hasn't got that much pressure on him with these lads coming in yeah mm. um, to to be back with and forcing himself back to be playing.
1: Yeah, definitely. Mate. Um James apparently Evan um offered Calvert Lewin on the loan for Roma to take if the if they, if they wanted to take the option. Um I mean it's it's a bit disappointing if you are Calvert Lewin and, and you're seeing stuff like this come out, if that is the case. Um I don't know how true it is obviously, but um it seems silly that we would offer someone on loan maybe they want to give him game time and obviously we, we're hearing about the pre-season friendly behind closed doors which is going to be helping them. um but it's a bit of a worry if that is the case that we've tried to offer him away i mean it's not you know you could say you've put you've put a lot of faith in him whatever as a club yeah you've 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 said listen you're the main guy and you know despite your injuries you're still the main guy you, you know but it's just a shame if you're Calvert-Lewin reading that saying, oh, okay, well, they're trying to get rid of me, like...
5: Yeah. It is a things one to, to offer him out on loan, especially when it'd be our luck that he goes to Roman and he does play mm. half the season for them and he he does contribute to a lot of goals and we're still struggling the way we were last season. Yeah. um, I just... <laughs> offering him out on loan wasn't... If you're going to sell him, at least have, like you say, your replacement lines up because we'd be worse off. Even yeah. if we go to him, we'd still be in that situation of needing a striker, which is not where we want to be at the minute. Yeah. Um, but as everyone else has said, it's you've just got to you've just got to hope that he gets through this. Yeah. Period that this rehab's worked and that this pre-season mm. has helped him get back to his his old self, as you could say. Um, I wouldn't like to sell him. Obviously, opinion could change after this season if he is. On the on the sidelines for most of it again, but at the minute, I wouldn't mm. I wouldn't sell all loan him. He yeah. is when 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 he is fully fit, he is the difference maker in the team, and it's it's a it's a target man, which we've yeah. been missing for two years now.
1: Maybe. Yeah.
5: So. Yep,
1: yeah, definitely, uh, Dave. Calvert Lewin, right? So, so the obligation was for twenty million if they if he wanted to buy him uh, after the loan. Um, so for twenty million, he is saying, "Give me the cash," or he is trying to hold out for the 50 million pounds. We only was linked with Arsenal last summer. I
2: mean, I just I just don't think the links are real, John. Yeah, <laughs> just I just I, 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 I don't believe the links. To be mm. honest with you, um, loan with. An option to buy at 20000000 million? I'd still probably say no because I, mm. think, I think the the question on Calvary Loon right now is can you get him fit? Can you get him playing 30-plus games a season?
1: Yeah.
2: And if you do, I think he's – well, on the basis of what I've seen over the past few years, I think he's worth more than $20 because mm. He's fit 30-plus yeah. games a season. I think that's – I mean, obviously, like, I know it sounds funny to say but that's why we needed to bring in two center forwards you know mm-hmm. and hopefully we get those two center forwards this this window because then what it allows him to do is it allows him proper time for to to actually you know recuperate and not be rushed back in and mm. I think Deitch actually did a good job of that at the end of last season both him and Yerry Mina um I don't know if they borrowed inhalers off clock or what they were doing (laughs) but to get those two fit and to get calvert lewin fit down the line like you could see Mm. what type of player he was and i think that type of player is worth more than 20 million so if the links are true i wouldn't be entertaining them i'd be thinking you know can we get this can we get this boy fit and playing 30 plus games a season banging Mm. in 15 goals you know
1: yeah big time mate definitely um, and it's been a long pod, and uh, I just want to finish on this one as well with the Daily Mail, because again, I'm I'm just fed up of these journalists and these papers just just bashing Everton. There's a lot of things you can bash Everton for, but this isn't one of them. So apparently, well not apparently, they did actually put a headline out. Um, Everton's new stadium is far from completion after two years of building. work. listen, call me what you want, but fuck the Mail. You know I'm sick of seeing shit like this happen. Um. Like I said, if you want to bash Everton for, you know, the recruitment over the last few years, whatever you want, you know, the way the way the club's run, whatever the case may be, fine. But the stadium is bang on schedule and you're coming out and saying shit like, you know, it's it's a slow build, this, that and the other, it's fucking bang on schedule. Why why do you feel the need to print shite? And more to the point, why is the club not coming out and, and stopping? This shit from happening. Do you know what I mean? Like, just stop them reporting on Everton, full stop. And I, I, I don't know what it is. Every week there seems to be some journalist, whether it's Talksport or the Mail or some other fucking AIDS article writers they just come out and start spouting shit about Everton. I, I, don't know. I'm just sick to death of seeing it. Um, and uh, listen, that's not aimed at anyone. I'm just going on a bit of a rant here, but you know, the Daily Mail can, uh, can um, yeah, get in the bin for them.
4: Th- suck bums
1: yeah exactly mate and I'm not even <clears> clicking <throat> on the article like to read it because I don't want to give them the satisfaction of the, of the clicks but they can fuck off in my opinion um,
4: I wonder if the wrote um, something similar when Tottenham had to Long Wembley for like three quarters of a season because theirs yeah. was actually behind mm. yeah I doubt it because it's a you know it's a posh well it's not posh but you know a club in London yeah it's a southern one yeah but, yeah Big oh, time
1: yeah. Can't get bell ends, yeah. um, but yeah, lads, thanks so much for joining me. I uh, appreciate your time as always, it's been a long one, but um, yeah, enjoy the rest of your evening and um, see you in the next one.
4: not we?
3: That's it for this episode. Thank you for listening to the Ever not we podcast. If you like what you've heard, then please share it with your blue friends and family and maybe even Evertonians you just meet in the street. Don't forget to rate, subscribe and review the show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It really does help us. You can always catch us
2: on Twitter by searching E-A-W Podcast. And if you've anything else you'd like to discuss, you can reach us via email at the E-A-W
3: Podcast at gmail.com.